2: Hey everyone, this is Ann Sloan, the creator of the Carlotta Botox Chronicles, and we have a very special treat dropping in on our feed today. It's a new show called Who is Cam Candor? An investigative podcast that seeks to unravel the mysterious disappearance of an enigmatic audio drama creator. Who is Cam Candor is set in 2035 and envisions a dystopian future where the entire podcasting industry comes under the creative control of one overarching evil corporation, and all the show's star, Dax Shepard. Prior to this calamitous turn of events, an indie artist, perhaps the last indie artist, one Cam Kander, has gone missing. An investigative journalist seeks to unravel the mystery. The weird thing about this show, some people tell me that the journalist, B.K. Will, sounds a lot like me. I have to tell you, I don't hear that, but some others insist. I had a chance to listen to most of the episodes, and I will tell you, many of the voices in Who Is Cam Kander have an eerie similarity to the voices on this show, Carlotta Botox. I don't know what to make of that, but if you subscribe to Who Is Cam Kander, perhaps over the course of the six-episode arc, you'll be able to answer that question. At any rate, I recommend this show highly. It's a twist-filled mystery that will keep you guessing. Here now is Who is Cam Cander. I think of Cam Cander as a kind of a wizard, an auditory mage, a creative shaman, if you will.
3: This was an artist who
2: was creating stories
3: that seemed like they came from another dimension.
1: Well... Simply put, Cam Kander was the single most prolific fiction podcaster of all time. Period. No argument. This was a person who created literally hundreds of shows.
4: Was Kander a genius or insane?
2: Is there a difference? I don't think we'll ever know.
1: Why would someone work in complete anonymity?
2: I suppose because they don't want anyone to know who they are.
1: Well, yeah, but like, Why? Who
2: was this prolific creator that I'd never heard of? Who is Cam Kander? What I discovered was shocking. From me, BK Will, in conjunction with Trojan Cat Media, a division of Corp, comes who is Cam Kander?
3: No one knows anything about Cam Kander. We're talking about a total cipher. Who can you say that about? Cam Kander?
4: Yeah, that was a strange thing. A prolific creator who disappeared suddenly in 2020. Off
2: the map. Off the radar. Done. Gone.
1: Over. Like Amelia Earhart. Eccentric. Weird. Inscrutable. Cam Kander was like a 21st century Howard Hughes. Or a 21st century Tommy Wiseau. Or a 21st century Banksy. Candor was definitely a 21st century... somebody.
2: My name is B.K. Will, and I am a cultural obscurist. I study, collect, and write about the obscure, the obsolete, the forgotten, and the never known. You can think of me as a sort of archaeologist of the arts. In my line of work, you'll find me treasure hunting, scouring brick-and-mortar bookstores, yard sales, thrift shops, And at night, I search the internet, looking everywhere to find music, books, movies, hidden gems from unknown geniuses. I search for works of art that found their way to the dustbin of culture, whether abandoned by the artists themselves, or more likely, thrown out by family after the artist's death, having never known what genius they had in their possession. I'm forever on the hunt for rarities and oddities. In the spring of 2033, on one of my picker trips across the American Southwest, I stumbled into an estate sale in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Rummaging through a box of discarded electronics, I found a small firewire drive with one of those quaint Brother P-Touch labels, the kind my mother was fond of using to label her homemade pickles. This is small. The label read, Property of Cam Kander. Holding that drive in my hand, a river of nostalgia came flooding back. The bygone external drive, the archaic labeling technology. But there was something else. In faded Sharpie on the top was written the word podcasts. How much for this drive? It's a buck like the sign says. I'd developed a kind of sixth sense about discoveries like this, something you need in my line of work. More often than not, these discoveries yield nothing. Usually, a drive like this would have been scrubbed clean years or even decades prior. But every once in a while, they hold treasures. I had a sense this was one of those times. What I discovered on this drive was no less than a cultural goldmine. MP3s, hundreds of them, they were the forgotten indie fiction podcasts From one Cam Cander. Now, let me be clear about this. This wasn't a hundred episodes of a single audio drama, no. These were hundreds of different shows dating from the earliest days of fiction podcasting in the aughts, back when there were independent podcasts, back before the great indie podcast purge of 2025. Can you hear me? Are we, we're ready? You're about ready in there? Rolling. Okay. Okay, we're, we're going to get started. Are you ready, David? Yeah, no problem. So, who is Cam Cander?
3: Not a lot is known, really.
2: That's David A. Person, former podcast critic turned winemaker.
3: Scratch that, okay? Nothing is known. Cam Cander, Man, woman, non-binary person, no idea. How old was Cam? Where did Cam come from? Favorite color? Dog or cat person? Red or white? We literally
2: know nothing. For the sake of disambiguation, because we don't know Cam Kander's gender, we will default to the use of they-them pronouns. So, back in the day when you were doing podcast criticism... Are you doing air
3: quotes right now? I feel like I'm hearing air quotes.
2: Air quotes? No, no, I'm... I was... Okay,
3: okay. It's just the way you said podcast criticism, like it's not a real thing.
2: No, no, of course not. Not my intention at all.
3: Sorry, sorry. Can can you repeat the question?
2: Uh, well, I hadn't asked the question, but I'll ask it now. Um, back in the day when you were doing podcast criticism, did you ever review any of Cam Kander's shows?
3: The thing about Kander, they would always send me a press release and their pilot episode. Every single time. I got hundreds of these things, and initially, and this would have been back in like 06 or 07, when there weren't a huge amount of people doing audio dramas, I would listen. And frankly, I didn't know what to make of them. They were weird.
2: Weird in what way?
3: At least that's how they struck me at the time. I'm curious how they would have aged, though. My memory isn't great, but I wonder if they might be refreshing now. Remember, this was before corporate interests homogenized the medium.
2: Like, maybe they were ahead of their time? Maybe. Weird. That's what struck me when I lit up that Firewire drive and started listening to these MP3s. They were screwy, oddball, but original. There was an historical soap opera called Filthy Nuns of the Holy Roman Empire, a New Age thriller set deep in the ocean called Shaman Sharks of the South Pacific. There was one that was particularly odd. A combination murder mystery, cooking program, talk show hybrid, set in Victorian times no less, called
1: Mr. Fezziwig Talks Crumpets. Yes, yes, yes! That's the one that got me hooked on Cam Cander.
2: This is Martina Turkle, president of the Cam Cander Fan Club in Spokane,
1: Washington. The premise of the show was basically batshit, you know. So it's set in London in the 1880s, and it is about this Mr. Fezziwig, an amiable guy who has a radio show—a radio show where they talk about crumpets and baking in general. And okay, in the pilot, well, it's bananas. I, I think you just have to hear the thing.
2: Let's listen now to a portion of Mr. Fezziwig talks crumpets. Welcome
3: to Mr. Fezziwig Talks Crumpets. I am your host, Mr. Fezziwig. With me, as always, is my apprentice, Miss Philippa Featherwood.
4: Good day to you, Mr. Fezziwig.
3: Good day, Pippa. I mean, Miss Featherwood. How goes it?
4: It goes well, sir. Well, indeed. What a fine day to be on your radio program talking about
1: crumpets. Right out of the gate, you realize... Okay, this is set in 1880 and Fezziwig has a radio talk show, but radio hasn't been invented yet, (laughs) so the underlying premise of this audio drama makes no sense. And yet, somehow, it works. These anachronisms, do you think they were intentional? I'm sure they were. The only other explanation is that Cam Candor did not know when radio was invented, which would have made them an imbecile. And for the record... I would not be running a fan club for an imbecile. Just saying.
2: Let's get back to Mr. Fezziwig Talks Crumpets.
1: When is it not
3: a fine day to talk crumpets?
4: Right you are. I just met. the weather was particularly grand today.
3: But the weather doesn't matter, as we're inside in our little radio studio, aren't we? So it could be raining Toads and titmice outside Wouldn't matter now, would it?
4: (laughs) Indeed it would not, Mr Fezziwig
3: Well, enough about the weather What have we today, Pippa? I I mean, Miss Featherwood?
4: Today on the show, we're sampling a new recipe of crumpet From Brockton the Baker
3: Brockton? From the High Street? What a fine fellow he is indeed His father was a vicar, don't you know?
4: Did not know that, sir.
3: He was found dead outside a house of ill repute in Manchester some years ago. Quite the scandal.
4: A whole house, you say?
3: Actually, Miss Featherwood, I said house of ill repute. But tomato, tomato,
4: what? That's terrible, isn't it? Well, anyway, here is the box of crumpets.
3: Oh, well, isn't that a grand aroma? I wish our listeners at home could smell the studio right this second.
4: Indeed, sir.
3: Oh, look at them. Just lined up so perfectly. Like children awaiting their shift at the coal mine. Oh, this one looks particularly inviting. Let's sample it, shall we? (sighs) Mmm, hint of orange. Lovely. But what's this? Something hard? Oh, my, look at that. What is it, Mr. Fezziwig? Why, I do believe it's a severed finger. My goodness, Miss Featherwood. I do believe we've stumbled upon a crime.
2: Wow. A severed finger? Told you. There's a lot going on with this. So, anachronisms aside, we have this sort of very light, very... English comedy of manners, and then?
1: And then, severed body parts in baked goods. Camcander was either an idiot or this is audio drama's David Lynch. What does your gut say? My gut, which is never wrong, insists that Camcander was a genius. So you were listening to Mr. Fezziwig Talk's crumpets when it first ran? Yes, back in 2014. I don't know how I discovered it. There might have been a subreddit back when that was a thing. There was only one episode, and I downloaded it. It had two one-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. People just hated it. Well, two people hated it. Who knows how many people even heard the thing? Cam Cantor didn't put out a second episode despite doing a trailer for the second episode.
3: Next week on Mr. Fezziwig Talks Crumpets.
1: To the constable, then.
3: The constable pitch part. We're off to Brockton the Baker's.
1: Why ever, sir?
3: To get to the bottom of
2: this.
1: So, Cam Cander ends the episode with a cliffhanger, puts out a trailer for an episode two, but it never appeared. Mr. Fezziwig Talks Crumpets died with the pilot.
2: Died with the pilot. If there was one thing that was consistent about a Cam Candor show, that was it. The show's all died with the pilot. One episode only, and Cam gave up. The shows weren't available for long either. Sometimes a week, sometimes a month. And then the show was deleted. Its RSS feed disappeared from wherever it was hosted.
1: It was a strange thing. Strange? It was bonkers. I couldn't figure that out. There's a lot of effort and money put into these productions. They were well-crafted, well-produced, and decently acted. But it was almost as if Cam Candor didn't want anyone to hear them
2: what was the motivation for deleting the work was candor a perfectionist unhappy with the result were they embarrassed by the lack of interest or was it something else we'll dig into it more after this quick break The mysterious fiction podcaster Cam Kander had a bizarre proclivity for deleting their work. Why? What kind of artist destroys their output after introducing it to the world? Self-sabotage. It's what people do to avoid the fear of rejection. That's psychologist Wilhelm Monocler. By sabotaging yourself,
4: you can see the failure coming ahead of time, and so you can prepare for it, psychologically speaking. You can blame others for the failure. To some people, that feels much safer than putting it all out there.
2: Based on this behavior, can you venture to say what Kamkander's childhood was like?
4: Sure, I could venture. For $200 an hour, I can do lots of venturing. But after many, many of those hours, I can safely come up with a diagnosis.
2: Okay, what's the 25-cent version?
4: The mother. It's always the mother.
2: The question is, and it's a controversial point of view, but one I ask anyway. This is Professor Graziella Lopez from the College of Abandoned Arts at Berkeley. Did Kamkander exist at all? Meaning, was Kamkander exist?
4: A pseudonym, hmm. a pen name, hmm. an nom de guerre, oh. an de plume, okay.
2: yep. an aka, yep. an alias, okay. Got a yep. summer name. Thanks, I know what a pseudonym is. Did Cam Kander have mother issues? Was self sabotage at play? Were they working under a pseudonym? I offered another theory to podcast critic David A. Person. Do you think it's possible that Cam Kander was incapable? Of crafting a full story. Meaning? Meaning they were deeply insecure and perhaps afraid of success?
3: Like imposter syndrome?
2: Well, is it imposter syndrome if you're really an imposter?
3: That I cannot answer. Or more colloquially, who the hell knows?
2: Who the hell knows indeed? The more I dug into the mystery of Cam Candor, the more answers I had the more questions
1: arose. So what about the actors? Has anyone found any of them? Mm, It became difficult to track these people. When the RSS feed was deleted, so were the show notes. I got in this habit of downloading the shows immediately. I keep notes on the names of the actors. Have you reached out? Of course. But they were impossible to find. Some have died. Some just moved on. I never had much luck.
2: When I started this project, desperate to talk to someone, anyone, who may have worked as an actor on a camcander show, I put notices on all kinds of social media, Twitter, Facebook, asking for leads, for information, anything. I had included a phone number, sort of a tip line. These requests went largely ignored. I thought I had hit a dead end and might have to abandon this project. But then, one day... This is a message for B.K.
4: Will. You're looking for information about Cam Cander. I have something that may interest you. My mother, let's call her Dolores, was an actress on a Cam
3: Cander show called Bedminster.
2: Bedminster, billed as a Trumpian telenovela, or more accurately, a televanilla. Like all Cam Cander productions, this was a weird mashup. It was a soap opera that centered on Ivanka Trump. The premise was this. After the election in 2020, Jared and Ivanka have been banned from Manhattan by municipal decree. Unable to live in Florida due to the deepening rift with Melania, Ivanka and Jared retreat to daddy's luxury backwater estate in New Jersey at Bedminster. Okay, so it was a soap opera, not unlike TV soap operas of yesteryear like Dynasty or Dallas, with villainous, over-the-top women locked in mortal combat with each other. In this case, Ivanka and Melania. It wasn't a bad premise at all. Plus, it filled a void at the time. There weren't many soap operas in audio drama. But remember, I said it was weird. Here's the odd part. While set in 2022 or 2023, Bedminster was crafted as a 1940 style radio soap opera, complete with cheesy organ music and over-the-top acting.
3: From the makers of Go Quick, America's fastest-working suppository, comes Bedminster. This is the story of an American princess and her struggle to write her family's name after scandal lays siege. And now, go quick and listen to Bedminster.
4: A telegram has arrived, Miss Ivanka. Telegram? Why? Who ever sends telegrams? What's a telegram? It's from the Florida office of the president. Joe Biden has a Florida office. No, Eric, it's from daddy. Do read the telegram, Rosa. It reads, Urgent. President and First Lady arriving tomorrow. Stop. Make all necessary comforts post-haste. Stop. Secret service sending advance team in the morning. Full stop. Daddy, coming here? But why? Perhaps he misses his first wife. I'm his daughter, Eric, not his first wife. Oh, that's right. His wife, that woman, despises Bedminster and despises me worse. You mean Ivana? Our mother? No, the other one. Marla? No, the other one. Melania? That one. She hates me. She'd never come to Bedminster, unless... Unless? Something terrible must have happened at Mar-a-Lago. I suppose we'll find out soon enough.
2: Bedminster, possibly the last audio drama to come from Cam Kander before they disappeared... Finally, I had a lead. The actress who played Ivanka was called Dolores, and her son had reached out. I had to talk to this woman. Here was someone who knew and worked with Cam Kander. This was a massive breakthrough in my investigation. We'll get more into Bedminster and the shocking discoveries I made next time on Who is Cam Kander? I'm BK Will. Thank you for listening. If you have any information on Cam Candor, please reach out to us on Twitter at Cam Kander. Or if you've heard of a lost Cam Candor show, let us know and we'll research it. It could become the basis for one of our episodes. Next time on Who is Cam Candor?
4: How long will Daddy and that woman be staying here, Rosa? The secret service is asking us to have a large supply of Coke on hand. What? Brother Don's coming as well? Coca-Cola, madame. Decanted into Pepsi bottles for the optics. A ten-day supply. Ten days? That's a scaramucci and a half. It's plenty of time for that Slovakian shrew to
2: do some damage. Uh, Melania is Slovenian.
4: Tomato, tomato.
2: This is BK Will. Visit us at camcander.com for clues, intel, and ways you can help support the essential search for Cam Cander.
1: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
2: I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images
3: to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now.
0: When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it?
3: I'm going to Ocean
4: Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year.
1: Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email.
4: I don't even know you.
3: And why exactly are you
1: here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real.
0: They don't exist.
3: Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them.
1: I I think he's dead.
3: How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here?
2: From the creators of Strange Air. This is Trap Street.
0: So maps can have secrets.
4: Yes, maps can have secrets.